powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey, everybody. Come on in. Do me a favor. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. We are live. It is Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm going to give you a quick preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday night live Bible study at Harvest Church. You are invited. You can be in Denver. You can, if you're in Denver, you can join us in the building, the studio. You can join us there. Or uh, if you're anywhere else, you can watch on any of our digital platforms. New York, good to see you. Aurora, let's go. Indiana. Hey, Indiana. Let's go. ATL, good to see you. Listen, uh, I did this quick pop-up not that long ago. I intended to do it earlier this morning, but I want to encourage you to go listen to that. Replay that because I believe it's going to speak life into your life. Uh, specifically about frustration and flexibility. So I want to encourage you to go back and watch that. All right, as you're coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and then share this thing. When you share, people could say, Devorah, I see you down there. I'm on all of our platforms tonight, minus our app, minus our website uh, tonight. Just changing things up, keeping it fresh, changing things up, keeping it fresh, all right? Miami, you better enjoy Miami, I love it. Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right, Chattanooga. Brookhaven, that's ATL. Good to see you. ATL, yes, yes, yes. Callie says, yes, it was all good. Awesome. New Jersey, good to see you. Also, uh, good to see you. New Orleans, good to see you. So listen, guys, we are in this series. The pop-up was needed. Come on. Warner Robins, Georgia, good to see you. Um, let me say this. Ripley, Mississippi. How far is Ripley from Memphis? I was born in Denver, raised in Memphis, reared in Memphis. How far is Denver from Memphis? I, or excuse me, not Denver, but Ripley, Mississippi from Memphis. Denver, shalom, good to see you. Oh, y'all, I'm fresh from the gym, all right? Um, and so right in here, because this is important to me that we do these previews. Why do I do the message previews? To get you excited about the word. So then you will share because when you share, people get saved. And so it is to get you prepared, get you prepped for the word. All right. Let me also give a shout out to those of you already on Bishop Foreman IG that are using the, um, are using the badges you already saw in Columbus, Georgia. Good to see you. Ripley, Mississippi. I'm waiting on you, Lachelle, to tell me how far Ripley is from Memphis. All right. It's about an hour and a half. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, cool. Awesome. Is that close to, is it close to Jackson? It's close to Jackson. Let me know. Come on, share, share, share. So listen, everybody, we have been in this series and to think we are almost over. We've got what, a couple more Wednesdays and what, two more Sundays. So what, two Wednesdays, two Sundays left in this series called Summer Songs. What have we been doing? We have been taking songs that have summer in them and we have been, uh, you idiots, thank you so much. And we have been extracting spiritual principles from them. Here's something I want you to understand. God can use anything to teach anything. The Apostle Paul says it like this, that God uses natural things to teach us spiritual principles. He uses natural things to teach us spiritual principles. He uses natural things to teach us spiritual principles. And so everything that exists first started as a spiritual thing, then it manifested as a natural thing. Um, but it can teach us about spiritual things. And I use that example as my chair. 
Uh, let's use, for example, the rain. The rain is a something that began in the spirit. How do you know? Because Genesis says that God, as he is creating and he is navigating through earth, we see that God speaks everything and everything that he speaks, it creates something, which is powerful because your words create your world. I need a few of you to type that on every platform. My words create my world. All right, the Bible says that we're in the image and the likeness of God. And everything that God created, he used his words to frame the world. The Lord did not go and make no apple tree. He spoke it. He did not go and make a zebra. He spoke it. He did not go and make a, 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 a raindrops. He spoke that. He did not go and make anything. He literally spoke it. Your words create your world. You got to hear that. But then look at rain, for example. Rain, it starts, it has its origin in the spirit because everything has its origin as a spiritual thing. Then from there, it becomes this natural thing. And what does the rain do? The rain comes down and in the scripture, as they were an agricultural society, predominantly in what we call our Old Testament, the rain would now bring life to the crops that they planted, which means every seed that they planted, the rain would bring life to those crops and those crops would grow. And the, the, the growth that they experienced from the crops were a way that they saw the blessing of the Lord. So how does that relate to you and I today? But when we see the rain, and we even have songs like Melodies from Heaven, rain down on me and rain and all of that. I open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain. Well, the rain represents God giving his blessing on the seeds that we have sown. It represents God adding something to what we have done. It represents God's sign and seal of approval, which is why whenever there was a drought in scripture, I saw that in Atlanta, it was pouring and raining today. I was talking with a pastor and he flipped his camera around and showed me, which is why in scripture, whenever there was a drought, what did they begin to do? They went into prayer. The scripture says, uh, uh, if ever the heavens shut up their rain, if my people who are called by my name, in other words, whenever the rain stopped, that means that you needed to begin to pray because there was something spiritual behind it. Why, am I, why did I go down that whole path for you? It's so that you understand that God can use everything to teach you about anything. And so this month, we've been using songs, particularly songs that have the word summer in them to teach you spiritual and biblical principles. So we opened up with Summer Cookout. It wasn't even a song. It was a popular summer event where we all have music playing. And I showed you how one cookout changed a man named Saul's life forever. Listen, Saul's name means prayed for or asked for. Now, this is interesting. Because Saul, as I've been teaching this to you, I've been teaching you that you are Saul in the story. But can I go deeper? It's not just you being Saul. Watch me. But Saul represents what you prayed for. Saul represents what you asked for. So as we've been navigating through this story, one cookout changed Saul's life forever. One weird, unusual, unexpected situation changed Saul's life forever. Here's what I need you to do. Expect the unexpected to do the unexpected. Come on, y'all. Expect the unexpected to do the unexpected. God used this unexpected situation to do something unexpected in Saul's life. In other words, to answer your prayers, you got to hear what I'm saying, because what does Saul mean? Asked for or prayed for. God is going to use an unexpected situation 
to do the unexpected. Can I get you on this message preview tonight right, to just release this word unexpected, unexpected. Uh, expect the unexpected to do the unexpected. And God's going to answer your prayer through something unexpected. You might be thinking, oh, uh, it's going to come this way, but God's going to bring it another way. You might think it's going to be this contract that's going to be the game changer for me. And it may be a totally different one. You may think it's going to be this deal that's going to be the right deal. And it may be a totally different one. You may think, uh-oh, it's going to be this relationship that's going to be the one. And it may be one that's totally unexpected. You may think it's going to be this friendship, but it may be the one that is totally unexpected. Expect the unexpected to do the unexpected. Come on, y'all. If you're just coming in, make sure you share this. All right? When you share, people get saved. So can as we navigate forward, then here's something we discover. We discover this. We discover that Saul comes from this tribe called Benjamin. Benjamin literally means ravenous wolves. So Saul comes from an environment where uh, people would tear one another apart. They're a small tribe, which means everybody in the tribe has a crab in the bucket mentality. What does that mean? Instead of people building one another up, they would tear one another down. And for some of you, you got to hear me. Sometimes you can be in certain circles that begin to shape how you do life. And those circles sometimes are not circles that are trying to build you up, but they are circles that are trying to tear you down. Saul comes from this place where he's got to be overprotective of himself because everybody around him is trying to pull him down. Listen to me. In these next six months, you do not have to worry about protecting you because God's protection is going to be around you. Come on, preview. I just need you to type this on the screen. God's got me. God's got me. God's got me. God's got me. Um, if you are too busy trying to protect yourself, you will end up protecting yourself from the very blessing that you're in pursuit of. You will end up protecting, listen, and you'll do it thinking you're being wise. And really what you're doing is that you are letting the wolves of your past make you miss the sheep of your future. Y'all better talk to me tonight. You are letting the wolves of your previous six make you miss the sheep of your next six. You may let the wolves of your previous make you miss the shepherd of your next. Listen, what does that mean? Sometimes um, when you've been around certain environments and certain people where you always got to protect yourself, you always got to fight, you always got to defend yourself, you can go in too defensive. And sometimes when you are too defensive, what you'll do is you will re repulse what it is that you really want to pull closer. You can literally be, you can literally push away what you need to bring close to you because you're thinking, I got to protect me. I got to protect me. I got to protect me. I got to look out for me. Well, listen, the Bible says, unless the Lord protects the house, who stays up all night is staying up in vain. What's the principle? Um, that in your next six months, don't worry about wolves. Because mm. some of you are like, I ain't going to be nice. I ain't going to be nice because... People try to get you. I ain't going to love nobody because people try to get you. I, listen, I need you not to hold back. Oh, my God. I need a few of y'all to type that on the screen. I will not hold back. I will not hold back. I will not hold back. Come on, Dr. Thompson. I will not hold back. I will not hold back. Don't you hold back your love. Don't you hold back your serving. Don't you hold back your giving. Don't you hold back your faithfulness. Don't you hold back your consistency. Do not hold back. 
Because when you hold back, everybody hear me on every platform, when you hold back, watch me, what you will not release will cause God not to release something. What you hold back will literally hold you back. I'll say it again. What you hold back, somebody needs to tweet that one, insta story that one to me. What you hold back is literally going to hold you back. This next six months, it is not wolves that you need to be worried about. This is the environment Saul comes from. It comes from this environment of ravenous wolves. Let's go deeper. Benjamin is the smallest tribe and his family is the most insignificant family. And for some of you, hear me, your pedigree doesn't match your purpose. Mm -mm -mm. Your background does not match where you're headed. And here's the challenge. We often, listen to this phrase, we become what we behold. We become what we behold. We become what we behold. And for some, here's the challenge. If your pedigree, what does your pedigree mean? Your background, your ancestry, your family line, where you grew up, who you grew up to. What will happen is that it doesn't match what's ahead of you. And so because it doesn't match, look at me, you will constantly look for in new what was in old. Y'all better talk to me tonight. You will constantly look for in your next what was in your past because you're becoming what you behold. So you're looking for something of comfort, not realizing what God does for you. Watch me. I hasn't seen. Y'all better talk. Ear hasn't heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for you. So we cannot say, God, do a new thing in my life. If the new thing we are looking at, we are constantly reverting to something old. We are constantly reverting to something from the past. We're constantly reverting to our pedigree. I need you to say this. I've been having you say it a lot. I need you to say it again. These next six months, that's all I need you to type. I'll finish it. They will be the best six months of your life. But you cannot look for in the next six months the same exact thing you beheld in the previous of your life. You can't. This is why some people, watch me, you keep dating the same person over and over and over again. Why? Because your pedigree doesn't match your purpose. Where you've been doesn't match where you're headed. It doesn't match where you're going. It doesn't match. And so because it doesn't match, you watch me, you will keep looking for who you used to date. Think about that. How many of you can be honest that in relationships, and even if you're married, you can be honest um, um, if this happened in your past, where at some point you recognize, wow, I keep dating the same person. Different body, different height, different shape, different hairstyle, but it's the same person. You keep, look at me, you keep having the same experiences at your job. And you say, it's all these jobs. It's not the job, it's you. You keep, you, you keep, maybe it's church, you keep, every church, every church. It's not that, it's you. Y'all better talk to me. And all these friends, it's not the friends, it's you. You became what you beheld. So you search for what you had. Mm -mm -mm. All right? All right? Come on. But I, these next six months are going to be the best six months of your life. All right? Let's go. So he's from Benjamin. It's a small tribe. It's an insignificant tribe. It's a small tribe. It's an insignificant tribe. And his family is the most insignificant. They are the smallest family. And it doesn't match the fact 
that salt, you're not just going to be the head. Come on, Kim says this is good. Come on, guys, make sure you share. When you share, people can say, you're not just going to be the head of, of your family. You're not just going to be the head of Benjamin. You're going to be the head of the nation. Now, let's think about this. The scripture says things like this. Elijah says, this is heavy. I know. The scripture says things like this. Um, he makes us the head. Come on, somebody finish it with me. And not the tail. He makes us the head and not the tail. Let's think this through. Saul, you feel like the tail because you're the smallest tribe. Everybody in that tribe has crab in the bucket mentality. You are in the smallest, most insignificant family. Why did God not pick a king from Judah? Bigger tribe. Why did he not pick a tribe? Somebody from uh, 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 Levi. Why did he? What, come on. Why did he pick Levi? The, the Levites. They were the priests. Why not pick a king from the Levites so that now you've got somebody that's a king and a priest? Okay. Which is what Melchizedek was. Why not do that? He says, no. God says, I'm going after the one. Y'all, it's about to be a shout on this, on this message preview tonight. I'm going after the one, watch me, that should be the least likely. Y'all better hear me. I'm going after the one that should be the least likely. Here's where your praise comes in tonight, message preview, is that there's some areas where you should be the least likely and you need to hear me. And you're the one that God likes the most. Oh my God. You're the one that God is like, that's the one I want. I want that one. I don't want the one. I don't want the one with a million followers on Instagram. I want the one with 50,000. I don't want the one. Listen, I'm talking to myself. I don't want the one. I don't want the one that everybody else. To, mm -mm. I want the one that seems least likely. I want the one, I want the one that seems least likely. Can I get you to put this on the screen? I'm that one. I'm that one. I see you need prayer over here. Stay on. We're going to pray for you in just a moment. I'm that one over on TikTok. I got you. Stay with me. All right. We're almost done. We're about 11 minutes before we get to them. You're that one. See, you're the one, the one that seems the least likely, the least likely to get the contract is you. The least likely to be voted to be the leader is you. The you're that one. The least likely to make a major change. You're that one. You're that one. You're that one. The least likely because of your pedigree, because of your upbringing. You are that one. And this is important to understand because God throughout biblical history, he always reached for the one that nobody else reached for. Can I tell you this? I feel like shouting. I'm glad you were overlooked. Can I tell you something? I'm glad you were looked over. Can I tell you something? I'm glad that nobody helped you. I, oh my God. I am glad that nobody else put you on. I am glad that nobody else supported you the way you gave support to other people. You know why I'm glad? Because that made you the, whoosh, oh my God. That made you the perfect candidate for God to say, that's the one. That's the one. Oh my God, that's the one. That, I'm glad your mama picked your siblings over you because that made you the one. Come on, I'm, I am glad, I'm glad 
that you get treated different than everybody. I'm glad. You ready for this? This I just heard this in the spirit. And I need y'all to go up with me, please. Can y'all go up with me, please? Can y'all go up with me, please? Can y'all go up with me, please? I'm glad they discriminated against you. I don't know who needed to hear that. God said that made you the perfect candidate for my favor. Who needed to hear that one? I'm glad they discriminated against you because that made you the perfect candidate. I'll say it a third time because somebody needed I'm glad they discriminated against you. That makes you the perfect candidate. I need you to put a praise on the screen tonight, message preview. I need you to put a praise on the screen tonight, message preview, because you're the one that God says, yep, I saw what they did. And you may think they got over on you. They did not. You may think that they were treating you poorly, and they were. You may think that that's the end of the story, and it's not. Oh, my God. The story is not over. Because in these next six months, I prophesy to you that every place you were overlooked, every place you were discriminated, every place where you were uh, treated differently, every place where you were uh, 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 not given what you needed, every single instance of that. Come on, let's go message preview. In these next six months, the word of the Lord to you is payback. 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 Come on. I just need to release that payback. Oh, you're going to pay me. Oh, and I got scripture to back that up. I got scripture to back that up. I got scripture to back that up. The scripture says this. Let me give it to you. Let me give it to you. Uh-huh. The scripture says, recompense, uh, vengeance and recompense. That's Deuteronomy 32 and 35. Vengeance and recompense are mine. Says the Lord. You, some of y'all, I see y'all doing it. Hashtag payback. Oh, I'm going to need you to run me my money. I'm going to need you to run me my opportunity. I'm going to need you to run. I'm going to, you to exactly who he wants. And here's what's amazing. Y'all ready for this? You're not even going to need what, the, what other people were going to need to do it. Um, let me see if I can say this another way. All right. Saul, you're going to become king. Um, listen, Saul, you have zero experience at being king. You ready for me? Y'all ready? Now, if y'all don't shout out for this, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm going to get off of here. I'll see you tomorrow night at church. Y'all ready for this? I need, I need 20 of y'all between these different platforms to just type, I'm ready. And I want to give you this. I want to give you this because this is what's going to make me shout. This is what's going to make me shout. Saul, you have zero experience at being king. I need 20 of y'all to say, I'm ready. I need 20 of y'all between these various platforms to say, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I need you. I need you tonight. I need you tonight. Some of that message preview over right here. Listen, I need <laughs> I need you to hear me. I'm going to give it to you. Are you ready? Let's go. Here it is. Saul, not only do you have zero experience being king. Saul, you couldn't even find your daddy's donkeys. Saul. You could not even locate the donkeys for your father. And in the midst of you feeling like a failure, I picked you. I picked you in the midst of what you felt like was failure. If you don't put a praise on this screen, I picked you in what seemed like the midst of failure. I did not pick you when you won. I pick you when you lost. 
If y'all don't talk to me tonight, y'all, we only got five minutes. I got five on it and we got to go. I picked you when you felt like you had made the worst decision of your life. In fact, I picked you, Saul, when you said, I'm ready to go home. I don't even want to do this no more. I don't even want to look for these uh, donkeys anymore. I picked you in the midst of you thinking it was over for you. I picked you in the midst of the feeling of failure. Come on, Saul's. I need my Saul's in these comments. Come on, Saul. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. If you haven't tagged somebody and you say, here, this tag them in it. I picked you in the midst of you feeling like a failure. I did not pick you when, watch me. I did not pick you when you felt like you was on top of the world. This is why sometimes the things that God would have us to do. You know, I look back when we planted harvest, right? God didn't have me to plant harvest when, uh, when that particular business, my, uh, that, uh, my, my main business at the time, when it was at its zenith, when, that, when it was at its apex. You know when he picked me? When the industry collapsed. When that industry collapsed, then he was like, okay, let's do it. And I'm like, God, why couldn't you have me do this? At the zenith, at the apex of that particular business. Mm -mm. God says, no, I'm going to do it when you feel like a failure. Can I just ask this question? Is there anybody on this message preview tonight where there's some areas of your life where if, you, if you're honest, and you're with me, so you can always be honest, where if you are honest, shout out to the five of you that have used badges over here, where if you're honest, if you are honest, there's some areas of your life that you don't feel like you're winning in. Wave at me. Even if it's, even if it's, listen, notice my wording. Even if you don't feel like you're winning in. I see you. I got you. I got you. You don't feel like, even, even if you are winning, you don't feel like it. That's when God says, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. Now I want to do it. What happens? Saul becomes king. Zero experience. Zero experience. I need some of you to stop telling God that you need more experience. You are prepared. You may not be experienced, but you're prepared. David had no experience fighting giants. But you know what David did? David knew how to pull on his prep. He knew how to pull on his prep. He knew how to pull on his preparation. David said, David said this, y'all. David said, well, I fought a bear. I fought a lion. Who is, well, you know, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Why does he say uncircumcised? It was not about the circumcision. A circumcision in scripture represented a person being a Hebrew because all Hebrew boys had to be circumcised as proof of their covenant with God. So he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He's like, who is this dude? Who is he? Oh my God, you ready? For many of you, listen to me, we gotta go. Is this blessing anybody tonight? This is this is supposed to be message preview, but this is really like Tuesday night, Bob said. Um, for many of you, you gotta hear this piece. You gotta hear this piece. God, oh my God, this is gonna probably make me run. God is seemingly putting you up as the little guy up against a giant. Let me see if I can say it another way. Let me, let, me, let me give some parallels. You starting a pizza business going against Pizza Hut. Let me see if I can give you another example. You starting a sub business going against Subway. 
Are you catching what I'm saying? You, you starting a, a, a electric car business going against Tesla. Y'all not talking to me. Talk to me in these comments. For many of you, this is what you feel like sometimes. Like, God, like you got me going up against this. Like, come on. Is that anybody on here tonight? Like, God, you got me. Go you starting a furniture store in Denver going against Jake Jabs and American Furniture. You starting a vegan restaurant in Atlanta going against Slutty Vegan. That's the name of the restaurant. She's doing really good, too, from what I see. All right? And you talking about, I'm going to start a vegan restaurant. And she right next door. For many of you, you got to hear me. God will always have you in a situation where it seems like you're going up against something way bigger than you. Why? Because you're that one. Somebody said, get out of my Kool-Aid. Because you're that one. You're that Saul. You are that Saul. You are that one. You are that one. And I need you to recognize you may not be. God, I want to go up in prayer right now. You may not be experienced, but you are prepared. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night's message is called People Gone People. I am literally going to walk you through this journey of Saul to show you because on Sunday we got it, we talked about grief and how Saul, how Saul, after having success, he got sloppy. That's not going to be your story. After success, he was stubborn. That's not going to be your story. Father, in Jesus' name, as we wrap up this message preview, we declare that our story will not be that we got sloppy. Our story will not be, oh, y'all type, get out of my Kool-Aid. No, that's what somebody told me. <laughs> our story will not be that we got sloppy. It will not be that we got stubborn. We are that one. You picked us. We are born for the time that we are needed most in the earth, and that is now. We declare we will have the victories of Saul. You ready? But we will not walk in the failures of Saul. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, guys, that's message preview. Can I get you to share this in your Instagram story afterwards? Can I get you to also um, share this on your page? If you're on Facebook, YouTube, what have you. When you share, people get saved. Last two things I want to do. If this bless you, you can sew into it. Use the badges over here on IG. You can use Cash App, uh, Venmo, PayPal, all of that. That's available. Hello at Harvard Church, that church. Um, last thing I want to do is if you're not a Christian, I never like getting off of a live not giving people an opportunity to come to the Lord. If you are not a Christian or you need to recommit yourself to the Lord or you need to be sure wherever you are at on the count of three, and I get you to do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on the count of three, just do that hand wave emoji, do the, um, or say, it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, respond and respond right now. Don't wait, don't hesitate, do not delay. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Thank you so much. Queen Val, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. To God be the glory. I see you. Already responded over here. I got you. I got you over here on TikTok. We got you. Absolutely, we got you. To God be the glory. Listen, I'm on countdown from five. I see hands over here on TikTok. All right? I'm on countdown from five. Then I'm going to pray. We got to go five, four, three. Don't miss your moment. Don't talk about, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised. If you were to close your eyes tonight and tomorrow is not promised. Do not miss this moment. Two, one, hallelujah. Everybody pray this with me. Thank God for those who've come to the Lord tonight. Everybody say this with me. And you can keep responding. Say, Father, 
Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. If I fall, give me the grace to get right back up. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word decision. They're going to type it in the comments on both of these platforms. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. Thank you for that reminder. Father, I cover that prayer request that was over here on TikTok about a homeless situation. And I pray that by Friday, that situation will be turned around for you. I don't want to hear your praise report. God, step in and work a miracle for you. You still on here? If you're still on here, say, I'm here. Because I want to I want to I want to see your name on the comments so that when that praise report comes in, I got you. All right. You're going to text the, the word decision to the telephone number 877-552-4746. All right, guys, share this. When you share, people get saved. If this blessed you, so into this. Be a blessing to what blesses you. Think about it. Every time you go to a restaurant, you, uh, if, it, you know, if you enjoy the meal. You, you pay and then, you know, the service, you, you, you tip. It's a, the, principle, the point is, the principle, is that we always bless what blesses us. Always feed what feeds you, all right? And so whatever you're going to sow, um, you can sow tonight. Um, and here's what I want you to do. Whatever you're going to sow, um, put, this, put this in there. Put a one in whatever you sow, because that's what we focused on. I'm that one. A one. You $10, $100, $51, $31, $81, $1,001, one whatever you do. Put a one in that. I'll see you guys tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Wednesday Night Live, that's our Wednesday um, midweek Bible study. It's going to be amazing. The word tomorrow is called People Gone People. People Gone People. And it's going to be awesome. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you all. All right. Love you. Love you over here on TikTok. Shalom to you. But though I saw those decisions, those you gave your lives to the Lord, please make sure that you send that text, text decision at the 877-552-4746. And stay connected too. Can I tell you to do that? Um, you're not watching me by accident. Um, once you give your life to the Lord, everybody needs a shepherd. And so I want to encourage you to stay connected to Harvest. You do not have to be. You do not have to be in Denver. You don't have to be in Atlanta. You can be anywhere in the world and still be part of the Harvest family. All right? So stay connected. Make sure you follow me on TikTok. And stay connected. Get our app too. Um, so many messages and resources that we make available for you. Hear my heart. I want to see you be everything that God created you to be. That's my heart for you. All right. Love you. All right. Praise God, everybody. That's amazing. Wow. Look at all that. That's amazing. All right. All right. My faithful Instagrammers. Love you guys. Have an amazing and amazing night. All right. Pray for me. I appreciate you. Love you. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger. Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly... 
we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.